As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Welcome to Sound Off. Finally, we are back live at 1035. From WHO HD, it's Sound Off with Keith Murphy and John Sears, featuring Andy Fails with What's Bugging Andy. Now, get ready to Sound Off. All right, let's do this. Only a Ooh. couple minutes late. Uh, the Golden Globes ran a little bit over, but compared to Sunday Night Football, we'll take it. We will absolutely take it. John, it's hard to believe. We had the Outback Bowl since we last did sound off. You just got back Tuesday. It feels like it's been longer than only about six days. I feel it like does. it's been like three weeks ago. Seems like a long time ago. Time to sound off at 515-282-9010. The hot topic, the Giants outplay the Packers in the first half until the Giants inexplicably allow this. Aaron Rodgers, better Hail Marys than any quarterback in history, throws one up like he's playing a game of 500 <laughs> in the schoolyard. And look what happens. The Giants let Randall Cobb, Randall Cobb get behind them. That's terrible defense. The route is on. Packers roll over the G-Men 38 to 13. Hmm? This offseason, Hawkeye football fans wanted two things. Akram Wadley back, Greg Davis gone. They'll get both. The Hawkeye offensive game plan had grown predictable. The passing attack impotent. Even Davis knew it was time. No point in regurgitating the ugly stats here. Davis essentially fired himself. Some argue Davis only ran plays Kirk Ferentz wants. That's not true. While Ferentz won't bring the air raid to Iowa City, Davis designed that offense that's responsible for scoring 10 points in the first half of the past four bowl games. That's 10 points total. It's also argued Ference is loyal to a fault. He is. It's one of those positive negatives. It's why Ference left C.J. Beathard in the Outback Bowl, even when it was apparent an injured Beathard could neither run or pass. But loyalty is not why Ference will promote his son to offensive coordinator. He'll do it because Brian Ference makes sense. Brian played at Iowa in the NFL, coached the Patriots tight ends to records, and coordinated Iowa's ground game. That would be the rushing attack that just had two 1,000-yard rushers in the same season for the first time, despite defenses fearing no passes. And Brian Ferentz coached a patchwork offensive line awarded as the nation's best. He is considered one of the country's bright young coaches, and if Kirk doesn't promote Brian, some school like Western Michigan will surely come calling. It's why Bill O'Brien tried to hire Brian in Houston. 
Brian has his dad's integrity and his mom's candor. If anyone can bring out new Kirk, it's Mary or Brian. I'm sure we'll hear cries of nepotism, but not from those who know football. Brian Ferentz is qualified. He'll get the job, and he just may represent the best shot at new energy. Keith, it seems forever ago that Iowa was blown out in the Outback Bowl, and that's probably, probably a good thing. The Hawkeyes tried different preparation for this bowl game, but it didn't matter. Florida was just better, and the Hawks looked outmatched. The game stunk, but the setting did not. Tampa is a great city to host a bowl game, which is why I'm not surprised more than 20,000 Hawkeye fans made the trip. I mean, look at this picture behind me. It's of my live shot on beach day. Look at that setting. Not bad for late December. Two months ago, I said right here on Sound Off that Greg Davis needed to retire, so I'm glad he listened to me. Davis is a really good guy, but this change was a no-brainer. The Hawkeye offense ranked 121st in total yards per game. Imagine if they were just like 60. I wouldn't be surprised if there are more coaching changes that come through the Hawkeye coaching staff in the next few weeks. I think Peter Jock is the Big Ten Player of the Year right now. 23.6 rebounds a game. Imagine where the Hawkeyes would be without Jock. Many Cyclone fans have expressed to me just how frustrating it is to watch Deontay Burton. Not because Burton lacks any physical skills, but because those skills sometimes don't show up. He was great against Texas, 27 points. They need him every night if Iowa State plans on having a big season. What the heck has happened to you and I? Six straight losses, five and 10 overall. Ben Jacobson has earned a down year, and it looks like this is it. And how about Drake? Three wins in its last five games? Jeff Rudder is making a case to keep that head coaching job. Won the home games, too. No, no doubt those guys are playing hard for Jeff Rudder. Yeah. Uh, let's start it off with Nathan and Perry. Nathan, uh, you will have the floor first. What's on your mind tonight? Well, I think you're right that uh, some more coaching changes need to happen there. First off, that uh, the, I think even bigger than OC was getting rid of the wide receivers coach. Uh, I don't think anybody can make an argument the last couple of years the wide receivers have gotten better. Uh, you know, DJK and Marvin McNutt had one thing in common. That was Eric Campbell. Mm-hmm. So uh, definitely need to see a new wide receivers coach. But just uh, as far as I, I think everybody thinks Brian's going to be the next uh, OC, but just wanted to throw a name out there. I think would be a perfect fit with Kirk's stuff and uh, and everything his philosophies. But bring in a little bit of creativity. Uh, bring in Greg Roman, who used to be with John Harbaugh with the Niners and in Stanford. That guy would be like to me just a perfect fit of uh, of uh, Kirk's philosophies and a little bit of creativity in there. I mean, you want to talk about a guy who would throw out formations with two fullbacks and two tight ends. That just sounds like Iowa ball to me, but bring yeah, it, somebody who's got some creativity. Yeah, I'll, I'll jump in there just because it is going to be Brian. The announcement could come as soon as tomorrow at 3.30. Brian Ferentz will, will be the next offensive coordinator at Iowa. But uh, it was good to get your take on, on somebody else that should be considered, but it's, it's Brian. And he mentioned the wide receivers coach, Bobby Kennedy, uh, the Hawkeye wide receivers coach. I think he's the one that if they do make another change, it could be that because, let's face it, is, was there a team in the country that had a worse wide receiving core than Iowa? No, you shouldn't. I don't, I don't think there is. You shouldn't lose a Matt Vandenberg and then not be able to pass the football. I mean, that, that should not paralyze the passing game. Said this all year long. Riley McCarron is a great kid. Love the story of the walk-ons, but you can't have a walk-on of his caliber being your number one guy for half the season. Mason is in Ames. Mason, we've already shown that Hail Mary play that 
kind of turned the game around for Green Bay. The Giants really had been moving up and down the field. Some would even say had been dominating the game in the first half. But after, after the Hail Mary, it was all Packers, and the Packers advance easily. What did you take away from that game? Do you think the uh, Packers can go to Dallas and win? Yeah, I think absolutely. They'll be uh, going into Dallas. They're going hot. Uh, people talking about them running the table. And uh, Randall Cobb's going to be a huge role for that, especially with Jordy Nelson going down. Um, they got some new uh, tools there with Devontae Adams and Ty Montgomery running the ball. I think that it's going to be a fantastic time for them to go into Dallas. Uh, Randall Cobb can stay hot. Uh, and they can really hopefully make a shot for making it to the Super Bowl. Yeah, Cobb had three touchdowns. Man. Adams had a touchdown. Do we know that Jordy Nelson is out? I don't know if he's officially been ruled out, but he, he took a good shot there. But, man, you think the NFL is loving this next weekend? Oh. Cowboys-Packers. That Packers-Cowboys game is going to do a blockbuster rating. That's Nobody huge. gets eyes to the TV set like the Dallas Cowboys when they're winning. Time for lookalikes with a local connection. Old Spice judges. It's a, it's a big responsibility. <sighs> good luck to Old Spice. Now, Brian, the Hawkeye fan, says, Scott Sipker on last week's Sound Off show <laughs> looked like... Father Guido Sarducci from SNL back in the day. <laughs> Old Spice? Mm, no, not having that, that one. I like this one. Scott in Des Moines says John Sears. What is that picture? On looks like a Lego. This Lego. That picture of me looks. What, what, why do I have lipstick on? What you look like a Lego? He, he, you look more like a Lego than ever in this picture. Why did he put lipstick on me? I'm not a. It's like putting lipstick on a pig. What did he do that for? Well, John, don't call yourself a pig and don't act like you haven't worn lipstick. Uh, Old Spice, is this a match? Thank oh. goodness. Shoot. Well, he did everything he could to make it a match. Andy Fails has lost his mind this week. Guys, beginning this week, the state of Iowa is about to get the ball rolling toward a huge mistake. One that will hurt both our pocketbooks and our sense of humor. It's What's Bugging Andy next. Follow us on Twitter, it's at SoundOff13. Derek writes, I'm not a Davis fan, but everyone wanted Ken O'Keefe fired, now want Davis fired. Sorry, doesn't matter who OC is, the offense won't change. After Iowa's basketball loss to Nebraska, Brett wrote, Growing pains. Need one more guy who wants the ball at the wait, end. Wait, wait, that says groaning pains. Well, maybe he meant that, groaning <laughs> pains. I don't know, growing, growing, groaning. What do, you, what do you mean, Brett? We'll say groaning. Groaning pains. Need one more guy who wants the ball at the end. Heard it here first. Iowa Final Four in three years. One correction to make. Pittsburgh, they beat them 30-12. to 12. We accidentally said 20-12. to 12. Well, why, why are you trying to shave 10 points off Pittsburgh's score, We're John? just trying to keep those Steelers fans happy. They're, they're ragging us on social media right now. 30-12, to 12, the final Pittsburgh wins. Uh, do your job, man. All right. Uh, Andy has a controversial take tonight. I doubt that. What is it? Uh, he's pro-speed cameras. What? Guys, I'm not sure if you're aware of this or not, but the 2017 legislative session begins tomorrow at the state capitol. But try to control your excitement. No, really, there is one thing that has me really, really concerned. The Republicans now control the state house and the Senate, and one of their priorities for the year is to get rid of all the red light and unmanned speed cameras in Iowa. Now, I think I've made my feelings for red light cameras pretty clear in the past. 
I feel the same way about that little golf cart sized car that Windsor Heights parks along University Avenue to make sure everyone drives like they're in an actual golf cart. But I do not want a blanket statewide ban on all speed cameras. Senator Brad Zahn, I know this legislation is your baby, but I beg you, please let us keep one of those speed cameras. The one clock in the eastbound traffic on 235. Let us keep that camera because it's just too much fun. Honestly, I can't be the only one who lets loose that little dark chuckle every time someone with out-of-town plates blows by as I approach the Polk Avenue Bridge. Those of us with any living brain cells know it's there. For those who are really dense, I mean, there's a warning sign to remind them. Plus, there's the fact that you have to be going 11 miles an hour over the speed limit to even get a ticket. If you get caught by that camera, well, then you're just the guy who had to grab that electric fence to see if it really was on. It's your own damn fault and you know it. Look, I don't care how anti-government you are. You know that cities need to raise money to stay afloat. Go ahead, call this speed camera a tax. I'll shoot back with the fact that if all taxes were like this one, man, April 15th would be a holiday. We'd be singing tax carols. Are you kidding? A tax that only applies to people breaking the law? And even then, only people who are really breaking the law and being unsafe and pissing people off and causing road rage and wasting fuel and scaring the crap out of your grandmother as she drives her Buick with the fabric roof east on 235 at 54 miles an hour. Those are the people who have to kick in extra to pay for the great city of Des Moines. That ain't a tax, pal. That's genius. That's the kind of thing that'll make you want to buy the IRS and the DOT and the DMV and the city of DSM and ice cold PBR. Come on, Zahn. What do you want? Leave this alone, man. I'm Andy Fails, and that's what's bugging me. Did he just go to like a reggae accent at the he end? He went Jamaican there what, at the what, end. What was Come that on, man? Uh, who's in your five bowls edition is next, along with your live calls at 515-282-9010. You are watching Sound Off. You can like us on Facebook. You don't have to, it's a free country. It's Sound Off Nation. Joe writes, the whole plan is for Brian to become head coach. Actually would not mind that, but we're going to live with Kirk until a year or two left on his contract when he makes the deal to step down, foregoing the additional money in exchange for Brian taking over. There is no doubt that if this works, that succession plan could happen. Kevin writes, my fear is that no matter who we hire, Kirk ultimately has the final say as to what type of type or style of offense he wants to run. He tends to be old school and conservative, which is why our offenses have been so vanilla over the last 10 years. He listens to Brian though, that is not a small thing. Who's in your five? Bowl results, Big 10, three and seven, Pac-12, three and three. The SEC, the mighty SEC, six and six. Good, the, but not great. The Big 12, four and two, and allowed the fewest Good average bowl season points. For them. And the ACC has dominated so far, eight and three to finish at the number one spot. 
All right, uh, Dodger Denny. Dodger. With the hey, Iowa guys. State basketball take. Dodger Denny, what did you take uh, out of that win over Texas? Well, it was kind of a tricky game. It's like a trap game, but they took care of it. And I still think that uh, the next game they play OKC, I've been watching them play, or OKC playing during the season, and uh, I think they can still beat them. So uh, go Iowa State and go Lady, congratulations. And my Dodgers are playing the Johnson Dragons at home next weekend at Fort Dodge. So go Dodgers, and thanks, guys. All right, thank you. The four-guard lineup, John, is uh, giving Iowa State an identity, mm-hmm. and uh, they really haven't, lo- they haven't lost ugly. No, um, three losses by a total of five points. You look at Gonzaga. Should have uh, beaten Baylor the other night. Yeah. Baylor will be number one tomorrow. And Cincinnati. They should have beaten Cincinnati at home. Uh, they, they, they could easily be 13-1 easily be and one right now, but uh, they're going to be in it for a while, I think, in the Big 12. they got to have Deontay show up every night, though. He's such a tough matchup. Becky is in Bondurant. Becky, uh, what did you take away from this basketball week? Well, I think the Cyclones are improving. My uh, comment was about if anybody watched the Kansas-Kansas State game last Saturday. Oh, how about the end? I was like eight seconds left, and the Kansas guy traveled really bad. I was wondering, why can't they review a last? you know, a last-second score when it's a tied game. We, we don't, Becky, we don't have video of that. John, if you wouldn't mind, uh, just stand up. Yeah. And, uh, dem- yeah, just do a demonstration. That, Becky, that, okay, so he takes, uh, come in, John, take your last dribble. dribble. All right, pick it up. He's still going, still going, Shot. and he just laid it up. It was about like that, right? It well, was, he he walked, even Bill Self admitted it. Oh, he absolutely walked, yeah. He, he, uh, he was like... Teen Wolf, when Teen Wolf dunks. Uh, the pride of Pella will soon take passes from LeBron. James? LeBron James, yes. Face Off is next, plus your final takes at You can email the show, soundoff at whotv.com. Starting another new year, being disappointed by the Iowa football coaches. The try not to lose boring philosophy has failed again. Come on, open up, try to win. Ten more years of embarrassment. Thanks, Barta. Eric. Ugh. Man, that 20 wins in two years, and Eric is not satisfied. I am embarrassed to admit that I bought into the hype that the Hawkeyes were going to concentrate on the bowl game this year and play hard the whole game. My bad. The second half was really hard to watch. That from Brian in Johnston. Yeah, didn't really have a, a chance no. in that second half. Time to sound off on more topics. We call it face-off. Keith, Minnesota fired head coach Tracy Clays despite nine wins and a bowl upset. Right. After the sexual assault allegations and suspensions, this was the right move, right? Clays went too far in his support of players, so when that highly disturbing report dropped, Clays was out. So in steps P.J. Fleck, former Western Michigan coach. Fleck is a ball of energy and a walking soundbite. Here's a couple samples from his press conference. Quote, I eat difficult conversations for breakfast. Quote, I have a crack on my shoulder, not a chip. I like the hire, but can he win at Minnesota? Win? Yes. Win big? I doubt it. He'll make Minnesota far more interesting, though, especially for reporters. No kidding. Tomorrow night is the big one, the national championship game rematch from last year, Alabama and Clemson. I really, really want to pick Clemson. Me too. But I cannot justify picking against the Crimson Tide defense. I'm going Bama. Who you got? 
Nick Saban says Clemson has the best team. I hope he's right. I don't think he is. I don't know. I'm not buying that reverse psychology thing yeah, he's doing. No, I'm not either. A pay-per-view fight coming to your TV. Really? Chris Brown versus Soldier Boy in a three-round fight to settle their social media feud. I think we'd all like to see Chris Brown get his lights knocked out, but he's got three inches and 40 pounds on Soldier Boy. You'll watch this, right? I have no idea what just came out of your mouth. Chris Brown or Soldier Boy? Tell me who you got. Pass. All right, Kyle Korver is a calf. Great move for the pride of Pella. I'm really, really pulling for Corbett to get a ring. You? It's about time something good happened to Kyle. <laughs> well, I would love to see him win a title, and this is a brilliant move by the Cavs. When Corver's open, he rarely misses, and with LeBron and Kyrie, Corver will be open. About to get some looks. He is. 14 years in the league, yep. too. You learned this weekend Alan Lazard is spending the winter months officiating kids' basketball on the weekends? He is. Lazard is loved by Cyclone fans, and... This just makes him more likable. A senior in college leaving Saturday at 7 a.m. to officiate basketball games in Grimes, <laughs> that's cool. And Lazard is good with the kids, too, because when the parents figure out it's him, the camera phones come out. Lots of pictures. I hope he called the game correctly, especially since your son Colin looked like he was going up against Kristaps Porzingis. Look bit, at this kid. Yeah, bit of a mismatch here, John. <laughs> Colin is 12. Other kid just turned 13, both in seventh grade. I did like that Colin thought he could get this rebound. <laughs> the big guy scored about 30 points, too. He's got the height advantage for sure. Over, under, overrated, overrated Siri. She's always uh -huh. confused. She never understands me. And she insists that Andy's last name is pronounced Phallus. Let's hear Siri. Hello, I am Siri, your voice assistant. Underrated Alexa. I can order new underwear while sitting in my underwear watching football. Hello. I can play music, answer questions, get the news on weather, create to-do lists, and much more. The time is 327. Mount Everest's height is 29,029. We get Enough. it. We get it, Alexa. Enough, we get Alexa. it. Okay. Gosh. Maybe we need to change that. We get it, Alexa. We get it. She talks too much. She talks way too much. Unplug, from the, still, unplug it from the wall. She's still, thank you, Tiny Rep. First time. This does not mean yes. that your show is number one. It means you have one minute remaining. So keep it tight and keep it simple. Simple. I'm out. And he could have picked a different finger, so we'll go with that. Deontay is in Des Moines. Hi, Deontay. No, this is Danny in Des Moines, oh, but oh, I do want to talk Danny. about Deontay, actually. <laughs> we thought it was Deontay Burton calling you. Yeah, Sam, no, the producer, said Deontay. I was like, Deontay's calling about Deontay. What are the odds? He might actually have the same thing to say I have to say about him. Go but ahead. We're talking about a kid who's maybe 19, 20 years old, right? If he's not showing up for some of the games, kid with undeniable skill, that's got to be on the coaches. Let's not put that on this kid who is one of the best players I've seen, purely. Let's put, let's put that on Prome and the coaches. All right, you just it's, did put it on Prome and the coaches. But it's he, hard when you only see him score about seven points one game, then 27 the next, because he is, he's got so much ability. He's probably 21, I would guess. But uh, Cheezer, you get the final word. Go ahead, Cheezer. Hey, how are you guys doing? Good, Good. Cheezer. W one sentence. What do you got? Hey, uh, what a great weekend for the Cyclones, the big win. My brother, Adam and a couple brothers of mine stopped at Brick City Grill in Ames, and I, I had myself a real, real nice Kansas City Royals barbecue dog with pulled pork. I, that's that what I like good. to hear, Cheezer. Casey Nicely Riles done. barbecue dog.
That'll do it for us. We're back next week. We hope you are too. We leave you with the sound off send off. Troy, you asked for new Alabama offensive coordinator Steve Sarkeesian to be in Caddyshack. You did. Here he is. Say, 50 bucks, the Smales kid picks his nose. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Kid, take your time. Now, don't do it. Come on, come on. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Come on. 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 Come Some people just know bundling with Allstate means big savings. Just like they know the right ingredient means big flavor. They know honey on pizza is where it's at. And olive oil on ice cream is the cherry on top. And they know when you bundle home and auto with Allstate, you can save up to 25%. Mm-mm. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.